Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Combo Wombo podcast. I'm Mr. Gimpy, and I'm here with Chipped Monk. What's going on, bro? It's happening, bro. It's been chilling, taking it easy. It's been a pretty good week. Yeah, How about man. you? What have you been on? Shit, man. I've I've actually had probably one of the most chill weeks in a long time, man. Everything seemed to work out for me, man. I I got yeah. to I got to uh, go to game night on Thursday, play a little poker with oh. the boys, some good shit. Nice. Uh, the weather's been nice, which I feel is kind of cliche. It's like, but like if you're not from the Midwest, I feel like you don't understand. That's we're true. Like, where it's like all oh, people very surface level. Everybody always just wants to talk about the weather, but it's like it's extremely important. It's like here it's like the difference between like life and death <laughs> like our weather conditions so it's like oh it's like 40 degrees like it's nice it's a, a sweatshirt weather whereas For like sure. other people are dying like when that type of weather <laughs> hits see like right yeah. right yeah man that's that's real true because i you can see the grass now there's no more snow like there's still snow but it's not like like uh, oppressive <laughs> you know it's, yeah. it's uh you can see the light around the end of the corner i actually did go outside in a t-shirt the other day i was i had to uh, me and my son uh went out because he wanted to play in the snow for like the last second <laughs> of snow that's left yeah, like, so it's done, son. Let we it went go. out and i'm like i should put on a coat and he already is bolting out of the door so <laughs> i was like i was Just like i guess we're outside now <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah man moving dude yeah, it was dope. I, I I think that outside of that, like even uh, I streamed on Wednesday, I streamed Mario 3D World, and that game's up to four-player oh, yeah. co-op, and I actually had a four-man squad, including myself, for like the first time oh. I was streaming that game for like two, three weeks now, I want to say, and uh, yeah, every time it was just like like two people, it was myself and uh, my buddy Sir Trike. And, uh, yeah, I actually got a full four-man squad. Uh, a couple of people who haven't been on my stream in a long time, uh, uh, Sir Solace and uh, Poison. So that was some good shit. Uh-huh. Uh, then I'm doing uh, Ninja Gaiden 2 on on uh, my retro Saturday. Just, you know, always talk about the Ninja Gaiden. Everyone take a shot every time you hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. You'll die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, did Shoot. you see the Ninja Gaiden... Uh remastered collection you're talking a little bit about that but i finally actually watched the trailer for it yeah is it yeah. like sigma is yep. the ones that are they're coming out with Man. yeah it's sigma one and two which is a little disappointing the uh the it's like a trilogy um, there's like a third game too yeah yeah for sure for sure uh let me close out steam real quick so i'm just getting uh messages i'll just leave it I'll it's leave very it. unprofessional of you it's you're getting very, messages from your fans all this <laughs> <laughs> like, let me take all the streaming uh people they're like why aren't you streaming what's why going on yeah right, right. all all six of them there's the, 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 the six people buddy. that i that i that i adore though <laughs> they, they yeah. take their time and watch me no um yeah it's it's sigma um sigma had some changes i i, I just thought it would be perfect to stream too i was gonna do it anyway uh but just to highlight what's different from normal two to uh did it Sigma. already launch the uh remastered collection that those coming out like not in... yet uh june i believe it was either june all or right. tillin but uh is Sigma... there gonna be a 24 hour like super stream where you try and beat all three i could probably do it um yeah i could probably do it uh i think that so sigma two um upped enemies health they made limb limb dismemberment and uh decapitation harder and they lowered the amount of enemies on screen because uh two just said 
effort and threw like 40 guys at you at all times so um this one you have instead of like 40 you have six or seven and they have higher health so it takes longer to kill them and it's way harder to uh cut their limbs off or decapitate them and the original release of sigma 2 removed blood can you Uh, carry over like the progress from like one game to the next, like your powers no, and stuff. No, you uh, you have like similar. Is there stuff. like a story reason? Like a fucking wizard comes out and he's like, "Give me all fucking powers." Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I feel like uh, they used to do that at the beginning of like all the old games, like uh, Mega Man and shit, where like you'd be like, "All right, Mega Man, you saved the day." And at the beginning of the next game, Doctor Wily like fucking pops out. He's like, "Not today, bitch!" And steals your shit. <laughs> And you're like, no, oh, I have to re-get all my right. powers now. They're going to be I, slightly different. Uh, Metroid <laughs> does a really good job of that. Whenever you start a new Metroid, it's like, hey, remember in the last game when you when you had the various suit and all, and you were just fully powered, and you're doing the first intro stage? You're like, this game's pretty dope. I got all of my abilities, and Ridley comes out and wrecks your shit. <laughs> you lose everything every time. And right um, yeah, yeah, I feel like no, there's no story beat for it. It's just it just is what it is like he's all like story-wise he's like the whole tagline for him is like is like modern super ninja and he basically is he has an assassin in like the old games no he was still he so uh there was a disney movie that just came out uh raya uh the and the last dragon um it's basically that he's like the last of the dragon lineage and uh he he his goal is to protect. Reminded you guys, like I remember, like there's like a reporter. I yep. remember there's like she's a, a CIA agent. Uh, I read okay. um, from the original uh, trilogy. Um, he ends up marrying her, and uh, in the new games, she um, is introduced. Her name's Sonia in this, but that's her code name. And at the end of the game, it goes, "My name's actually Irene," and then it just connects the old games to the modern games. You're like, bum bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> like that startup theme from the first game oh like, man i wish that that actually uh, used to be my text tone forever um actually and since uh, i got my first self cell phone anybody use phone like noises at all anymore it's like just put that shit on vibrate silent. mode yeah it's, it's so on many vibrate. notifications now dude like this is ridiculous true are people are getting like um phantom leg syndrome where, like, yeah, where feel you feel vibration. the vibration. It's yeah, not happening. Yeah. They're like, that's a, ah. that's a real thing, dude. Like, no shit. Right. When I when I wake up in the morning, I put my wallet. Like, I don't. I I never put my phone in my pocket until I, like I leave the the house. Um, I put my wallet in my pocket, and then randomly I'll just feel it vibrating. I'm like, I I'm either having a stroke or I need to get off this damn phone. Illegally <laughs> uh, dead. No. It, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. The so he's. Uh, protects the the dragon blade um it's like the main thing um there's a so that's it's kind of the same deal uh there's like a dragon amulet that puts in that powers up the sword Uh, but like game to game now in the new ones there's like no reason for him to lose any of his badass ninja powers uh he just basically i mean you get two of the the dragon. i know they did that in, in one of them where you like you no, have a huge ass uh, dragon like swept through all your enemies. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he turns into a falcon, but that's like all cutscenes. Um it's fucking bullshit, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean the the stories aren't just something the dragon lineage. Just give him a dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly it's for power. He could be like that Mulan dragon. <laughs> like <laughs> that'd be dope. That'd be dope. Be a little but, but yeah, no, I'm 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 playing through that uh just to show people like 
what it's supposed to be. I, I don't think the Sigma series is bad. I just think it's a it, it comes off a little bit disappointing. Um, at uh, least for three. <laughs> right. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I like, thought of like can become other animals. You can use like supernatural powers. You can, like they have like magic that they can use. Yeah, they're like wizards yeah. with swords. <laughs> For sure, they are. <laughs> they are. Uh, it's uh, I forget where I was going with these to trip me up with the wizards, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, it's the at Ninja Gaiden three in that collection is Razor's Edge, which I'm actually excited about because I've never played Razor's Edge. I just bought it before the collection was announced too, just because my goal was to play all of the Ninja Gaiden series on stream outside of uh, the DS one because it's a pain in the ass to stream <laughs> um but yeah. uh yeah i'm excited for that one since i never it's one I've, i haven't played i bought the original ninja gaiden 3 on launch and was super disappointed by it that game was trash uh and oh, coming man. from a fan of the series it like broke my heart because it came out like on my birthday <laughs> like when yeah. it was originally released so it's like it's the only like, thing i wanted on disappointment, yeah yeah it, it really did um but yeah looking forward to that and, and i think that uh, from what I've heard, Razor's Edge fixes all of the BS from uh, Ninja Gaiden 3, which I'm sure I'll we'll go over on another pod at some point, because it's, you know, it's like obviously it's one of my just favorite things. Yeah, it's for sure. You open it up and it's just disappointment. You're like, it's like it was a gift, just for me. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I do got to mention, though, uh, for Game Night, which you were a part of, uh, that poker Thursday game, man. Thursday Night Throwdown. Yeah. Winning that whole thing, I had it open for a little bit, and I was like, doing other things yeah man uh so in the poker game there's like what seven of us eight of us something like that there's eight eight of us yeah um so i was like in fourth you were ahead of me for a bit too yeah i was i had a decent hand it was like three people got all knocked out at once uh we all kind of it was like one of those things where like after the flop was like oh a lot of different things could be made out of this and everyone was like i think i have it (laughs) <laughs> yeah and then yeah. like you came out on top you like you knocked out three people at once yeah so that hand i went in um i had the straight uh it was yeah. a low straight so and and uh i think everyone saw that there was there's probably a straight draw on it but i've like everyone's been getting such crap cards like the whole night that everyone's yeah. like yeah you probably have like a high card or something so with that that pot was huge and that actually put me in the lead and uh, uh, it was like down to Spork and Hard on the Table and myself. And uh, I ended up knocking out Spork, and that took a while because he was being very conservative. And, yeah. uh, and then Hard on the Table and I went heads up, basically going back and forth. I had a, a large chip lead. So I, I could chip bully him, but he wasn't falling for anything. So I was like, the only way I can beat this man is if I go in. He's going to have, he's going to have a hand no matter what if he goes in yeah. and starts betting. So I'm like, I, I have just have to hand. have the better hand. So, um, it took probably 10, 15 minutes of just us like checking, folding, checking, folding, and uh, two hands. He won the first one because I'm like, uh, uh, I had two pair going in and he had like the higher two pair or he had either had a, a three of a kind or something. So I'm like, oh shit, okay. So we go in again. Um, uh, I'm like, you know what? Let's, let's, let's just bait him out. So I'm throwing out uh, chips and then he immediately goes all in and I'm looking at the table and I'm like, Okay, I don't think he has. I don't think he has the a queen, right? There's like a queen yeah. on the table, because he went out too soon before the queen was shown. So I'm like, okay, I don't have it. So I started off with a pair of twos. <laughs> There's a two <laughs> on the board, two in my hands, and, and I was like, 
I, I had uh, two king, so I'm like, okay, if he has a queen, I'm I'm screwed. If a if a king comes out, but I have such a chip lead that it's worth it to go in. So I'm like, okay, yep. I'll match you. Um, so go out, you know, turn river, all that, and flip the cards. This man went in on some bullshit. He had nothing. He had high card. I, I had I, I won it with a with a pair of twos, dude. That's what won it. Like we I've had I that was like one of the best like poker games I've had in, in years, man. I had like four or five flushes that night. Um I had a straight. <laughs> I, I had a low and a high straight, but I folded on the high straight because I didn't have the pair of twos. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was ridiculous. After poker oh. we ended up playing some uh, Tetris after you went to bed. And, yeah, man, uh, my old man got work in the morning. Um, yeah, yeah. I've mostly been reading like that comic book uh, solo leveling, the Korean. Uh, oh yeah, webtoon yeah. situation. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what I do is like I take time off and then I kind of go back and like I'll catch up after like a year or so of just like binge reading like an entire story arc. So I left off pre like Ant Island situation, okay. uh, and then when I came back that i read through that entire arc of the ant island uh where he becomes like he's already he's already super op but now he got even more op uh but then the next arc they kind of reveal more of like the mystery of what was like been happening to like the world and like him and all that it's like a classic tale of like good and evil forces battling for eternity or whatever and uh, yeah, it was kind of nice to see them address. Like, I was like, I don't know where the fuck this story can go from here. Uh, <laughs> like, when you, it's, it's kind of a problem whenever you make like your main character super overpowered. Like, it, I, I also feel like uh, web comics have always had the problem of not wanting to tell like a slower human based story of like daily, like slice of life stuff. Yeah, if it's you so, don't, if you don't have like action happening every other frame, I feel in a yeah. web comic that it they lose interest for like the viewership right or yeah yeah it's almost like the shonen uh meat grinder where they're like oh if you're not getting the votes we're taking you off the bottom of the book so only the big three are going to keep living uh, and so <laughs> yeah with webtoon it's like that but like uh weekly so instead of like a like i don't know i know shonen they got weekly and monthly so they also yeah. have to deal with it but like it's more open and like crazy like so i went from reading that it caught up to current and then i started reading uh skeleton soldier uh so i was reading that that's about <laughs> i have like no a, idea what that is <laughs> about a, a skeleton summon like a level one skeleton summon that like when it dies it keeps restarting back to level one. Oh, uh but it has this, all of its memories of like its previous summon situation okay okay uh, and then like through trial and error, he kind of runs into like a necromancer who gives them like the power to absorb uh, spirits, like when they die. Uh, and then like th- he finds out those carry over when he gets like restarts. So he starts to become like super overpowered, like uh, eventually. So it, it's, it's been okay. Yeah, I can I can recommend any of these books, but if you got nothing else going on, <laughs> I think like my go-to would be like uh, that. I really enjoys like I was talking with somebody about like pieces of like art or literature that they keep going back to and like revisiting. Yeah. And for me, it was like a uh, tales of I think it's demons and gods or gods and demons. <laughs> like one of those. Okay. It's like, okay. uh, like, a, 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 I think that's Chinese. Like it's a Chinese comic book, but like that, they always go into depth of like, I don't, it's kind of like the same. I feel like they popularize, uh, the reborn theme. So like he gets like reborn, mm. like back in yeah. time with yeah. all of his previous life memories. And like, he gets to like, 
cosmically correct it. So like, I think that was like the first one to pop off, but like, that's a book I've read three times. And then I read like the light novel and then I watched like the Chinese cartoon that they made of it. Dude, like, wow, in Chinese. So you're in. You're yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> like I didn't like, like it became too big. And then like they get, they hit you with like some bullshit, like at the very end of where there's like a natural conclusion to the story uh, where it's like the big bad evil guy shows up, the city Lord uh, finally approves of like him, uh, you know, trying to like rekindle his romance with like uh, his wife from his previous life. And the city city Lord's like, yeah, I acknowledge your power. And like, it's cool and everything. And like uh, the grandpa of like his, like uh previous life's wife's like, yeah, you know, it's cool if you want to marry my daughter and stuff. So he's getting everybody's approval. And then the big bad evil guy shows up, kills the city Lord. He's in the battle with this guy. And he's just about to fucking lay that final blow. And to me, that's where the story ends. He lays that final blow, becomes yeah. the city lord, married yeah. his life. But that's not what happens. Instead, the big bad evil guy becomes a beam of energy and just fucking takes off. And he's like, I'll get you later, bitch. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? This is bullshit. <laughs> uh, and then, like, I realized it's like the series had become too popular. Like, we have to keep this going Got somehow. It. So uh, it's like a it's like a shonen thing at this point. Where yeah, it's just like power now he opened up and... a new realm, and he's like in the new realm where there's even a bigger, badder evil guy he has to fight. Yeah, always, so I'm like, always. Yeah, and I'm like, man, this is some. This is... I was yeah. like, it's in my head. I'm just like the story canon. Like, I just finished it's, it's it there. Like, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I haven't read. I, I, I typically don't read uh, like um, like manga or um, anything like that. It just it just because uh, like power creep and like the weekly. Just how it's set up is it just for me I'd, I'd rather watch it when it comes out as like a show or whatever i love the power creep. web um but uh, i, <laughs> I, I like do people destroyed. <laughs> i do read um uh american comics every now and then um and marvel uh is gearing up for a big summer event uh where felicia hardy uh black cat steals the infinity gauntlet so there's some right. there's some shenanigans going on there. So they're they're building it up. It's been really interesting. I I didn't think I would be one reading just the Black Cat solo series, but it's been really well written, and um, it's it's uh, actually keeping my interest. And I'm excited for the summer event. I haven't been into Marvel summer events since uh, the bring, Scroll Scroll Secret Wars. <laughs> they bring Miles Morales into the main. Yeah, MCU? yeah. So the in the ultimate the ultimate universe got destroyed, and Miles yeah. um, Miles was basically the only person who survived. Honestly, like yeah, the, he's the only one worth saving. Honestly, it really, it really was. Yeah, I think it was like Miles and like Spider Spider Gwen um, was like uh, Silk. Um, I think was her name. I can't. It's too early in the morning for me to think of it now. But yeah, <laughs> um, uh, a Ghost Spider. That's what she was. That's her thing but everyone calls her spider gwen <laughs> but but yeah man uh i i gotta say that uh the thing that we're gonna talk about today um it's it's a good, <laughs> it's a good topic and here's why here's why yeah. uh new consoles came out right but before before that the console that's been getting the Super most down. play from me has been the nintendo switch I didn't yeah. think it would be my most played console, especially after the you know PS4 just did gangbusters and had hit after hit after hit, like genre-defining hits. <laughs> yeah. But um, the Switch, man, it's like the little engine that could. Uh, did you watch like the Nintendo Direct at all? 
I did. I did. Hence the Ninja uh, Gaiden Master Collection and Breath of the Wild 2 <laughs> and all that. Yeah. 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 Splatoon let's, let's, 3. Splatoon 3. I actually oh. bought Splatoon 2 because looking at the Splatoon 3 trailer, I'm like, that looks fun. And I've never played Splatoon. So I bought that, right. uh, gave it a try. <clears throat> so Splatoon 3, like they didn't show a lot. And like what they did show is like not actual gameplay. But like it like yeah. kind of ends with them jumping off into a city. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be like a. Because they're doing this with like um, Breath of the Wild, where they had so much success with like that open world uh, mm. thing. It's like the, the Ubisoft effect. I don't know if you remember Ubisoft. Yeah. It's like Assassin's Creed and stuff where everything became like an open world, point based, objective mission uh, thing. And I feel like that's kind of what they did with like Breath of the Wild, but without like as many markers where it's like, we're not going to tell you what to do. Just enjoy the sandbox. This is here to explore and experience. Uh, and I played a lot of breath of the wild. I beat up to like the second dungeon of like the main monster beast situations. Okay. Not the uh, mini dungeons or whatever. Sure. Uh, but I was borrowing the switch. So I had to give the switch back to my little bro at that point. Yeah. Uh, and from what I played of that, I was like, this is fun, but I don't have enough time to like really dig into it. Like that sandbox, like a, trial and error and then like the other problem is like with the internet it's like you find out all the super cool stuff right away from like like here's the top 10 hot tricks you don't know about <laughs> like uh so with splatoon 3 do you think it's gonna be like another open world like city experience like no uh, based on that brief <laughs> seconds at the end of the trailer <laughs> i assume that they're going to actually have a single player campaign on launch uh splatoon 2 had single player dlc that came out and uh, it's more multiplayer focused, though. It's basically like a team battler. Uh, so I, I think I, I don't see that they'll change it up too much. I think that the one thing that Splatoon fans have been begging for is a real single player campaign. And I think that three will give it to them. It might have some sort of co-op element. Um, Nintendo really likes uh, getting people in the same room playing together. Uh, so I I'm think going that all in. Happen. City Splatoon three online uh objectives on the map like it's open world uh you have to go to like the different parts with your friends and gather more paint dude there's no more none of the previous elements of any of the other games it's just a whole new thing no that's that's like one of the nintendo's uh three three pro series that they're actually maintaining uh it's that they're really dropping the ball on smash um but Splatoon 2, I mean, Smash, Smash Mario Kart. On itself, dude. Like, there's <laughs> been so much controversy like with the Smash community. Like, uh, and I know we always dunk on them, but like, damn, like they do it to themselves, like more than anything. Like, so uh, it, it's understandable. Like that, like Nintendo's like that's not a good look. That's not what we want. And they, it seems like they wanted to promote Splatoon and a little bit of Arms. Like at one point, they're like, we gotta support yeah. Arms. Because uh, I think that was like a first party game, right? Where they yep. came out and they're like, I think the biggest problem they had with arms was like, there's no good way to like host tournaments for the game. That's Nintendo in a nutshell, though. They're they're so behind on the online um, space that the pandemic really exposed them. Because I, I feel gamers already knew that if you're yeah. getting a Nintendo I've been console, saying it like the online, last, like since the Switch dropped, I was like. So you still are using friend codes, huh? Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, you would think, like, you know, it being Japan, like, Sony has it figured out, you know? Yeah. Uh, Nintendo has been, you know, going by the beat of its own drum for for years. So it's 
you just have to get it they have to get it through their head but recently they did announce that <clears throat> sorry about that um that they were updating their online infrastructure finally after 20 years <laughs> um right. so the um, online infrastructure they have right now still had checks for windows 98 if the device right. was running windows 98 so you can tell how old it was and now for the first time they acknowledge that oh yeah our online is crap we realize this especially with the pandemic so we can't host like tournaments locally because no one's going to show up and no one wants to you know get potentially get sick yeah so um yeah yeah i think that that in the next year and a half uh, nintendo's online will improve they're still in the growing stages but i had like a bunch of data leaks too recently right for like hackers gotten like a bunch of like open source like uh yeah, from not, like Mario uh, sixty four as well. Even goes as far back as that. Like which... Zelda sixty four, like they're like, oh, mm-hmm. we have like the original demo that they showed, like, like uh, for Mar- like Zelda sixty four, and they're like, here's the demo. We finally cracked it open. We got the leak now, boys. And they're like, ROMs of that were like seeping out and on, onto the internet as well and stuff. Like, yeah, like, yeah. The Nintendo is very protective of their IPs. They are the one studio that is still going out and taking down uh, ROM sites. They uh, yet they don't promote their you know past really. They have the virtual channel. They have like Nintendo Online, um, Super yeah, Nintendo had, like, Online. Thing. We're talking about like the last uh, Nintendo Direct where they're like, we're gonna have an arcade place where you can like play all these old games that we had up yep. on the arcade and stuff and it's like that's cool and they're like and you have to buy them each individually yeah and it's gonna be great and everyone's like yeah come on, it, it comes it comes across as like like money grubbing and you're right so nintendo did and sorry everybody we had uh, some video issues so um technical issues so we are back um <laughs> uh so yeah nintendo is very protective of their properties but they don't they don't give you what you actually want like they have such no one has a better back catalog than nintendo yet they every generation you are rebuying the same thing or buying a service to buy to have the privilege of playing these games that you played 20 years ago like one of the big like announcements from their uh nintendo direct was like skyward swords coming they're like the guy the director of like a breath of the wild comes i was like yeah, I have no news on Breath of the Wild. Sorry about that. But here's Skyward Sword. You can buy it again. And he's like, yeah. we're announcing like a new controller that has like a sword and a shield on the controller. Uh, and you can buy it all right now, full price, all over again. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think the big thing is that the a lot of the remasters they're doing, though, uh, especially the Wii era, since everything had waggle controls, they are all like the big thing is you can play with the controller now without motion controls. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is all we ever wanted from the jump. Nintendo. Yeah. It was just the option. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that people some things in America are, good. are really out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> we all played, we all Thanksgiving. And that was it. Like, and then we're like, all right, if we can just have a controller. Um, <laughs> One cool last game that came out uh, that I was looking forward to the most was uh, Mario Golf. Oh yeah, yeah, um, Mario whatever. Like it was like fifty words after Mario Golf, but it was like now you can have like Super Golf where you like all playing in real time and it's like a race to the hole. Yep, yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm hyped for that too. I'm super pumped. That great. I, 
I love the Mario sports games. Uh, Mario Tennis being my my favorite. Uh, I think the best one was on the GameCube Mario Power Tennis. It was had the most balance and the most like ingenuity for the powers. Uh, Mario Tennis Aces on the Switch. It, it's it's very fun. I feel that the new powers just kind of dumb it down a little bit. So it's it's not as good, but it has online. So I'm like at that weird impasse where I'm like, I'd rather play the GameCube one, but this one has online. Uh, so yeah, yeah but I, I hope that, I hope that golf, the online mode is, is, is fun. I hope it's stable. I really like Mario golf as well. So I, I'm hyped, dude. I, I am. It comes out in June, yeah. I believe. So, it's, um, you know, whenever they're like all the dates and stuff are kind of for grabs with everything that's going on. True. Uh, true. So, yeah. Who yeah, knows, so. man, if they can't even get like, Nintendo online to work properly. I don't know if they're like online telecommuting is Japan's on point either, dude. Like true. Uh, what's, what's interesting is I think that the switch online will, will be getting better, but you're right. The, when I, when I was streaming Mario 3d world, uh, one of, one of our buddies or two of our buddies were on Wi-Fi, and myself and Sir Trike were on the ethernet adapter and yeah. the Wi-Fi Wi-Fi buddies were having some latency issues, things like that, because Nintendo cheaped out on the um, Wi-Fi hardware, so it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it you can only set like the MTU setting for. And for those of you listening who don't know what that is, it's uh, maximum transmission units. It's how big of a chunk of data that gets sent and received by your device. Uh, you, you can um, it caps out at fifteen hundred. It defaults at fourteen hundred and. 1400 is what internet was back in 99 to 2000 where like first first run DSL was out first run cable was out when uh, three megs down was you know good internet when yeah. one meg down was good internet three yeah so so you could tell you could tell how backwards Nintendo is on that and how behind the times so the fact that we're getting better online um, through Nintendo kind of shows you right, you have to dial up on your Famicom to download the Dragon Warriors yeah it shows you that they that <laughs> that I think that they realize that they are far behind here and that's and that's the one like big negative that I think is keeping some of these games from blossoming into a like a bigger online scene outside of Nintendo's practices themselves but really what um, competitive online things start from is the community uh smash obviously has that community if they had a, a better uh, better online play better net play uh you don't need nintendo to sponsor official tournaments you'd have the smash guys doing official tournaments well, online like you saw that like when the uh splatoon i think it's splatoon where they had like the solidarity moment where they're like oh if you're not helping out melee we're gonna host our own thing yep uh and like the official like tournament was like two hundred dollars like prize pool uh, but yeah. then they're like, uh, it was like all the Splatoon big five, you know, all named like their uh, organizations after like, you know, Melee, different stuff in Melee to like pay homage to like the Smash community. But like, they're like, oh, we're just canceling the online part of our tournament. We're not going to show like the last part of the tournament. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo did. And so they're like, oh, we're just going to host our own thing. And then they're like, uh, we're just going to raise money from the community then. And we'll host it on Twitch or whatever. And they raised like, so Nintendo's official prize was like two hundred dollars, and like they had a thing on Twitch, and it was like twenty five G's that they like all split amongst like the top things, and then they raised like another. They cut it off at twenty five grand, and then they're like, 
anything else we're putting to charity and they raised like another three grand for charity dude so wow. it's like yeah if you give like the community like the tools like I, I don't think nintendo understands like just how big like the community for like competitive play is and especially like i don't we, we touched on this i think like back when we we're talking about like uh cliff blazinski or whatever where it's like uh cliff had like such radical ideas where he wanted like the uh really high level play uh yeah. but I, like I said that at that point, I was like, where the real money is, it's like uh, the middle of the road. Get rid of all the rough edges. And like you see that with like uh, Smash Bros and like Splatoon, where they're trying to get rid of like high level play. They want it to be really accessible for like everybody. Uh, but like it doesn't make fun to watch. Like you end up with like the situation with like the Bayonetta, <laughs> where it's like both of the, every, all the top seven players are all playing like a Bayonetta or whatever. Like uh, it, there's like a clear like this is the best optimum pin optimum strategy and where everybody's just gonna play that. Uh, yeah, man. True, true. I, Ask Leroy. <laughs> love, <laughs> love the throw the callback to uh, the the FGC uh, episode. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Nintendo just needs. I think they're trying. I I yeah. think that their overall business practices. I, I'm. I'm at a loss. It's a massive because, organization. Yeah, it it is, and I get protecting your IP, you know, just rigorously because no one has Nintendo's IP, you know, IPs and IP clout. Uh, as a fan, it's disheartening because you know I, I'm all for the emulation scene. I believe uh, game preservation is important. I think that the fact that we have fans compiling all of these games and and now we're at the point where we're 30, we're 20, 30 years from a lot of these super big releases that are staples of our industry. You know, I think they always called it like for Apple, the walled garden. So yeah. it's like, so it's like if they want to have like their walled garden to like protect this, I don't know. Like I played, did you play any of the Pokemon switch games? No, not the switch games. I played uh, the Pokemon. Let's go Eevee. Yeah. And that was great. I was having like a pretty good time. Like it's basically a remake of like Red and Blue uh, Pokemon. Sure. Uh, like the very first. So I was like, oh shit, let's get in it. I remember like it hit me in the nostalgia and the feels. And I played it, but like they got rid of like the combat and the grind part, uh, and they made it like the Pokemon Go capture controls. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then like so I do like a little bit more research, and I find out to like sell like this fucking like Bluetooth Pokeball <laughs> that you can yep. use. Pokemon Go game, and then you can take your Pokemon Go uh, characters from your phone and port them over to the Switch to play on there. And I'm like, I don't want the like. Who is this for? Like, <laughs> you, you get the old man like me who's like, oh, this is great. It reminds me of like my old Pokemon days thirty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> like that was like and, a stopgap though, because the, the real Pokemon game came out uh, right after that. So there's yeah, a, you know. So, but I get it. Did, did you? So did you like the differences in Let's Go Eevee? And would you like that incorporated into the main series? Or was it too predatory with its, uh, you, go, you well, gotta like, play Go? It seems like, you know, kind of we touched on this, but it was like the Ubisoft situation. Like the big Pokemon Direct was like Pokemon Legends Acarus, Ass, Ass Master or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like the bird. <laughs> like, uh, like, the new Pokemons, I don't know, I don't much care for, uh, but it looked like it was like a Breath of the Wild style, like open field, like yeah. It's the 
Pokemon game you always imagined in your head when you're playing like the top down one where it's like, oh, we're running around and like you're capturing them in their environments. It's like um, what everyone I think wanted. Uh, what was the one where you take pictures? Pokemon Capture? Pokemon Snap? Yeah. That's what it, that was also announced to them doing a new one of those. Yes. I think when Pokemon Snap for like the Nintendo 64 came out, I think everyone thought the exact same thing of like, how come they can't just do a real Pokemon game like this? And instead of taking pictures, I'm catching Pokemons and we're battling them. Cause it felt like they had like all the weird different parts where they put out Pokemon stadium and then they put out Pokemon snap. And it's like, can't you just smash those together? So it's like the, uh, game, like the, the game. game. Yeah. Sure. Like it doesn't You have the it, systems, but you're not integrating them. Like, and then I think it was like limitations of the hardware of the time as well, you know, where it's like, we can give you, a taste of what these could possibly be someday in the future. But that RPG- future is now. <laughs> but RPGs <laughs> have existed since <laughs> since then. Uh, yeah. it's, it's incredible that it's taken thir- near 30 years for Nintendo to make a true console Pokemon RPG, right? It's- I don't even know if it will be that, though. Because, like, even, like, the Pokeballs have, like, belt buckles and stuff. They're like, oh, this is ancient times. We don't know what's going on in this Pokemon world. <laughs> <laughs> Anything could happen. Uh, so, like, I think, again, we're we're doing a lot of projecting and, like, I don't know, maybe, like, dial back our expectations a little bit. Like, because, uh, like, Pokemon Go Eevee was, like, nothing how I was expecting. Like, the battle system was completely gone. So, I didn't, I saw, like, two seconds of a battle in, like, that direct where I was, like, okay, this kind of looks like the old throwback. But, like, they have those battles, too, in Pokemon Go Eevee where it was, like, you have those old school battles, but it's only when you come against the gym leader. So okay, it might be something like that where it's like in the wild, like you just, and like for better or worse, like I, I think a lot of people were like, I like that system. I hated battling every three seconds. I don't want to be in a meat grinder, like figuring out, like uh, leveling up my Pokemon. Like that was the most boring part of the game for me. And for me, I was like, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Like, so it's, it's not to everybody's taste. And I think like modern sensibilities would lean away from like hardcore grindy, like boring games. And they want to be able to just pour it over like their Pokemon go creatures and like let rock and roll from there. Uh, and that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'm just a redneck from a different time. Yeah. A different yeah. Pokemon time. I, I think uh, that the Pokemon series as a whole has been in good hands for a while. The big, the big gripe with the most recent release is the graphics uh game freak really just kind of dropped the ball on quality there they're just like man six yeah. pixels that's enough <laughs> six polygons like this game's uh fan made but like yeah i don't know bro i don't think they see what like the fans have been doing because i've seen some fan made stuff that like blows everything that they're doing out of the water i i i it's it's weird so we we don't have the uh viewership that warrants this but i it like pains me to see think of some nintendo rep um sees this it's for what i'm about to mention that they shut it down but there's a fan-made pokemon online where it's a mmo yes yeah. walking around and you can battle others and, and things like that that is what nintendo should have done like already i mean they still could yeah they still yeah. can but yeah. you know they like it, it should have already happened the the world the story the gameplay style really lends itself to something like that and it, it's it's just weird that Nintendo doesn't capitalize on this. Like, look at Elder Scrolls. That I felt that already lent itself to just 
uh, MMO style. Like it, it, it just works. And and Elder Scrolls Online um, has its problems, but I think that someone higher up had the same thought of I, as I did. Like, damn, this could really work as an online RPG. Let's Absolutely. do it. Yeah. yeah, and and but then you have Fallout where they just drop the ball and <laughs> and uh, it just yeah, shit the bed with it. But uh, yeah. it seemed like they were experimenting with online with that game, and then they're like, "Ship it! That's a complete product." And they're like, "But we were just seeing if we could even do this." There was kind of like a feasibility statement, and they're like, "How feasible is this? Like, can we use our old engine with like updated code to like really do something like this?" Uh, and then they showed it to the higher ups, and the higher ups were like, "I'm seeing a lot of talk about if it's possible, but we see it is possible. Let's do it as a complete product." And everyone was like, "I, I guess, like, I don't know, why not?" Yeah, because uh, like from what I heard, it was like a small skunks work team that was like it was never meant to be a full product from like the the jump. Uh, if anything, it was going to be like a nice add-on to like Fallout, uh, the old, like Fallout the full 4. game. Yeah, uh, but instead they're like, we're going to spin this off to its own thing. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a. That's a I think we should do a, a expose on Bethesda because now they're owned by Microsoft. And it, yeah, but at least we see Nintendo willing to experiment a lot more now, more yeah. so than they did in the past. Uh, and, <laughs> I think they've always been experimental, but but you're right. I think it was more with hardware at that point, yeah. and they're coming out with games that were safe. But you're right. I think that the, there's some experimentation going on. I mean, it's like you said, like uh, with the Walled Garden, where they're very protective of their IP. We see them now, like with like Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, yeah. where they're like take Zelda, like maybe throw it in a Dynasty Warrior engine. Who? Let's see what happens. Yeah, uh, yeah. And like yeah. that game had like a lot of, like problems, like a lot of like uh, scummy, like you know, like a practices as well where it's like like the pay to win model of like yeah there's all these updates and stuff you can get but like if you want to like really beat the game on your own you're gonna spend like three four hundred hours to collect everything to do it uh and then there's like a lot of gotchas in it where it's like oh if you want to like dress up like your character or the fairy like however you want like you have to unlock it but it's uh, it's all i i believe all of it i haven't played the age of or the hyrule warrior series but i thought it was all um optional right like you can beat the yeah. game without buying yeah. anything yeah. uh one of the things that nintendo's did starting with the wii u and the wii u was definitely a failure but it one thing came out from that era that nintendo still uses and that's the amiibos the little collectibles that you scan on your on like oh. the gamepad and you can bring them in game and it unlocks different things they cost they i think they cost like 10 bucks or something um i've never bought one so please just don't really <laughs> don't take this what as gospel that, uh i don't care for them i like i, I mean you, you, you see the funko pops bro fuck. like nobody like <laughs> i, I oh, like bro. those i like those, those. i just funko pops are disgusting dude they're horrible pieces <laughs> of vinyl shit. like it's like just uh shitting on my collection behind me <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, it's a little jelly dude get, get a real man's uh miniature like a like you got some more hammers behind you yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I think I just I just personally wasn't too interested in them. I'll probably Army Warhammer like like that back there, dude. It looks like David. you just it, it looks like you just pulled off some sod and threw it behind you. I can't even see <laughs> that. <laughs> it's so small. <laughs> but uh you know i i just never was super interested in them there's a few that i would like like the bayonetta one but that's super expensive um i don't if i don't know if they have a koopa troopa but koopa troopa is my favorite like mario anime it seems like probably get one of those ones, 
that become super popular, the ones that are like super overpowered in whatever game it is. Yeah. And then like they sell out and you can't find them. They're like, it's a limited run, super silver Pikachu that you can only get in like Japan at the Nintendo uh, yeah. Pokemon they, store. From they took the, the Pokemon collection and made it in real life. That's what all Amiibos are. Yeah. It's collecting them all. <laughs> That's gotcha. literally what it is. Yeah. Gotcha. Spend money. Get it. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, let's let's see. What do you think about the Switch's state currently? Do you think that because there's the rumored Switch Pro coming uh, with a bigger yeah. screen, uh, more powerful hardware? Uh, it seems th- like from what I have seen from the community, like going into the Switch and like really breaking it open, it seems like you can get like a little bit more juice out of like what the Switch is currently capable of. Because uh, there are people who are doing that for like Hyrule Warriors, where they're like, "Oh, let's see if we can get like three to five more frames." Uh, and there's definitely some stuff they can do hardware-wise that will uh, fix some of the problems they've had. Uh, mm. So a lot of it's like software updating to like the main hardware, but it it seemed like the best case scenario you're getting like five more frames per second. Uh, mm. And like a lot of these bigger open world games that they want to like go in that direction of. Like I said, like when I played Mortal Kombat 11 for the Switch, that was the only game on the Switch that crashed for me. You're speaking of like a walled garden. Like, yeah. So, uh, and it was only after a long period of gameplay where I was like, I played it for like probably six or seven hours. And then like, I, I think the Switch just overheated. Literally, it's a crash. And I was like, well, I better take a break because this thing is as hot as like a piece of coal right now off a grill. Like, <laughs> this is a hot piece of charcoal right here, dude. Like, yeah, uh, and I was like, "This thing's gonna start a fire." <laughs> yeah, uh, and that was like the only game that crashed on me. So they definitely, especially with like the new consoles launching, a pro version seems like it's overdue. Really, like a lot of people were speculating about this like two years ago, but they're like, "Oh, they need it," and then they're like, "Ah, oh, we don't want to launch a bunch of SKUs of like their system or whatever." It's they're in a weird spot. Abandoned the old hardware always because, like, the Wii U, like, that didn't have a very long shelf life. I think they kept it around for like what was it, like three years, if that sounds right. That sounds right because it, it, Nintendo's, Nintendo's console release schedule is like it's it's opposite of the Xbox and PS and um, yeah. or Microsoft and Sony for good reason. Uh, the Wii, the original Wii had a pretty long shelf life, the GameCube had a decent shelf life. Uh, I, I think the Wii U was just a failure, which is why it didn't have a shelf life, but they had the 3DS to fall back on, so that's kind of what was their bread and butter at that point. And the Switch is in a weird spot because they dropped traditional mobile stuff because the Switch is obviously a hybrid. So yeah, I think everybody wants them to combine uh, their the Game of Boy <laughs> into the Switch, so it's just one thing now. Well, they already did. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's already so they, its thing. <laughs> but they still make like their Game Boy, like their mobile. Oh, oh they... you might not, you might not have heard. Yeah, they they stopped production on the 3ds already. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't exist. It's only the Switch now. That's that's the only game in town. It's only Switch moving forward. Yeah, so they have the uh, normal the normal Switch, and then they have the Switch Lite. So uh, the Switch Lite is basically the you know the new Game Boy, um, and yeah. the Switch it's their console plus that. So. Uh, I, I think a, a hardware up hardware upgrade is fine. My How did you feel worry, about the 3DS? The 3DS was um, so the DS was one of the best consoles ever. 
the 3DS was an uh, iteration, and I personally liked the 3D mode. I think that the the thing with Nintendo's handhelds is they always have different iterations. So the 3D I'm, mode did like nothing for me. Like I didn't feel any of the effect on really? it. Really? Really? Had- oh, it worked great for me. Yeah. Yeah, but I had they had the option. You could just shut it off. I was just like, I don't know. It wasn't doing nothing for me. Yeah, but I, just, I mean, uh, increased processing power and things like that. Like you had um, two, you literally have two Resident Evil game. games. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, I like you, with you, the um, VR space where you have to like render for both eyes, so it's like two miniature screens or whatever. Like uh, that was like some of the early prototypes, and then they're just like, we'll just do one big screen. Yeah. Uh, instead, uh, so yeah, man. Are you yeah. saying two Resident? prototype games that came out no no no. they're they're full resident evil games resident evil revelations um was it went back to resident evil's roots and it's probably one of the best resident evil games that's that capcom's ever made and that was originally a a 3ds title so i think that the ds and the 3ds were, were great great handhelds and the 3ds had a super long life uh Nintendo's just really they're in their own market. This is why that the new consoles came out. Nintendo doesn't give two shits. It doesn't yeah. matter. They they're they are in their own world. And and since since right after the GameCube when the Wii came out, they've always been in their own world. Like whatever Microsoft, whatever Sony does, doesn't matter to Nintendo. They have their own rapid fans. Their games are different enough to where you don't really have any overlap. Most people right now, if you're if you're getting a gaming PC, right? Like uh you get a gaming PC, you skip the Xbox Series X because most of like it's been reported that um all of the exclusives are coming to PC. Um if you mm-hmm. want any of the PlayStation exclusives, you grab a PlayStation, but the the main thing is you get a Switch, you get a gaming PC, you're good to go. You have um enough parity to get all of the um, console games. Do you think the same thing will eventually happen to Nintendo, though? So they've been like really tight with their walled garden and stuff, but they were doing those experiments with like releasing mobile games. Do you think they'll eventually start porting like some of their old like DS library onto mobile, some of their old Game Boy games? Like, but like at a certain point, do people even need like a Nintendo Switch? Because like cell phones are getting to the point where they're like. They're crossing that XY threshold where it's like I can play a bunch of really good games on my phone. And like, yeah, there's like a lot of games out there with like scummy, predatory, you know, microtransactions and like whatever else, like uh, the AB testing where they like try and get what's most addicting to your personality to get you to like purchase more shit in the, the game. All that aside, like if Nintendo came out and they're like, hey, we're doing our own thing, you can just buy the full game. Uh, and they've done like a couple of those. Uh, at what point do they need to still make a console? Like, what, when can they just like leverage their library, their massive library of IP? Uh, forever, they'll always make consoles. I'll tell you why. Um, they make so much money on them. They make so much they're money mar- on them. They have. They're one of the few publishers slash developers that that operate like gaming used to be. They have a hardware division. And that's like the big thing uh, for Nintendo to stop making hardware. Uh, like who, like you can't, you know, cause otherwise everyone's using the same architecture. You're just using, um, you know, basically, you know, PCs, uh, the, the PS five and the Xbox series X are just PCs in a small form factor case. <laughs> um, then Nintendo with the that- Tiger chips um, are, 
I feel Nintendo is still doing unique things in the hardware space. People are copying Nintendo. Um, the, yeah. the dual screen DS, people started copying that. And do you remember like the Korean cell phones that came out with two screens? Yeah. Because like Nintendo did it. Yeah. 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 Um, the other thing too is um, the sw- the actual switch, the docking um, to like a, a Thunderbolt slash USB C port to instantly display things and to undock it. PC technology is copying that. There are Kickstarters right now where you have laptop slash desktop hybrids with, that are handheld that yeah. are just aping the Switch's design. I think that uh, Nintendo's R and D division is second to none. Man, they <clears throat> they 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 are making things that that we could only dream about. I remember as a kid going, "Wouldn't it be great if I could take my Sega with me?" You know, and then Sega released the Sega Nomad, which was your Sega coming with you. Nintendo took that to a whole new level. Twenty double D batteries, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly, exactly. But Nintendo is doing that now, man. It's like, hey, I don't want to stop playing the brand new Mario game, and handhelds aren't powerful enough to play the brand new Mario game. So, do you remember, like, with the Game Boy Advance, you'd have the Game Boy Advance version of the game, you'd have the real version, and the GBA game yeah. was gimped as hell. Now you have the actual full game, and Nintendo is making that possible. Um, Microsoft and Sony are going with like cloud cloud gaming, things like that, to go on your cell phone. And that's probably the future. Nintendo's already experimenting with that, uh, with the Switch version of, of Hitman 3, Control. I feel like I um, brought you around to cloud gaming, bro. Like uh, uh, You were in denial like, towards the beginning of the podcast, where you're like, oh, it's never going to happen. Like, I don't want that. I still I I still don't want that, but I do see where the industry's going, and you made good points. But but because um, uh, so my thing is I want it, it I just want it natively supported on this thing, so I don't have to have an active connection. And and Eve, despite being in the U.S., our internet infrastructure is still trash. So yeah. um, you know, it, it's just not feasible for probably fifteen like, twenty. Like I said, years. like my experience with PlayStation now, I bought it like a year for like a year of subscription to it. Sight unseen. I was like, this is the future. This is what I want. Uh, the thing crashes on me all the time. It loses connection. And like, I'm on a good, like 300 megabit connection. Like yeah. it shouldn't be like, uh, whatever, whatever. I get like 300 down, like eight up or whatever. It's not the best up, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, it well, be, downstream is what matters for. Well, they also like kneecap it as well, where they only are doing 720p so you don't even get like 1080 you don't get 4k like they only have available like 720 so i'm like i'm already willing to take this lesser version of like these things like because i just want to play some rpgs and stuff on here when i have free time and it's really nice uh to have that option uh and it still crashes on me still like i ran into so many bugs where like their like support is like non-existent as well like i'm like I'll go to like the thing where it's like, oh, I'm having connectivity issues, and it's like, it sounds like a problem. It sounds like a you problem, bro. <laughs> like, the like, customer support's like non-existent for like PlayStation now. Like, uh, it's ridiculous. And then so I had to like go on like Reddit, and I'm like, what can I do to try and fix this? And there's like several, you know, possible solutions, and I went through like all of them, and like, uh, I eventually realized that it was like a firewall issue because of the way it was connecting. So I had to like open up like a port for them. Uh, uh-huh. But like was it even the racing after, timeout issue? No, dude, it was... I don't even want to think about it. It was like almost <laughs> like months ago at this point. Sure. Uh, I don't but, know what it was. They used like their own thing, but like the, the dream is alive of like that online streaming, like pick what games you want, but 
I don't know if Nintendo wants to go that way. Like you said, they've always been a hardware company. They'll mm-hmm. always have a thing. So maybe they'll do it, but for their device, and they'll like pull like a an Apple, like a Steve Jobs. Like we're we're bringing a touchscreen. Like throw touchscreens have been out. Like we're bringing you a mini displayer, and it's like mini displayers have always been out. You know, they're gonna be like. We're bringing you streaming Nintendo right to your Nintendo device. And I don't know, maybe they can do it with like just like their hardware. And there's something to be said about like if you control the device you're streaming to, like it's easier to control like um, the algorithms that do compression. Yeah. So like you drove like the AB side of it, of that handshake. Uh, True. True. Yeah. So they may be able to like dunk on everybody if they do it right. Yeah, I, I think that Nintendo in the hardware space is the smartest kid in class, and everyone else who are who are smart look to them and go, "I'm gonna steal that." So yeah. Nintendo <laughs> will come out so with something really cool. Uh, someone will steal the idea and refine it, and uh, and it'll be the norm. Like looking at uh, look at Sony, right? They like with so the Switch and stuff came out with gyroscopic stuff. PS3 came out with like the six axis, which was gyroscopic. Uh, they continued it with the PS4. Um, Nintendo, I feel their gyroscope controls are the best in the business right now, and I think Sony is just finally coming to terms with how it should work. Um, Microsoft has been uh, the player that that's kind of stuck with traditional uh, schemes. Yes, they had the Connect, which I believe you have you had right. Um, yeah. Um, I think that the Connect was a, a, I think enterprise side, it's great. I don't think it was great for gaming. Um, I, I think, think not ready to have a world where there's always a camera in your living room watching you. Like I think that just like turns like a lot of people off, like for privacy in America at least, where there's like we don't want like a big ass corporation that always can watch us. Uh, but then, like, I don't know, they keep trying. So they bring in, like, different devices into your house, all these mega corporations. Where, like, uh, I think Amazon had, like, their Amazon drone in your house thing that they have now. Like, just well, weird. Alexa, too. Like, the smart speakers um, or the uh, virtual assistants um, are all in your home was constantly listening. Was there, no, no, not a drone. Just, like, just speak, little speakers. They have, like, a, they have, like, a mini drone now, like, in your house that, like, Will like deploy for you to like do stuff. I don't I look too deep into it. Skynet's like, real. Like yeah. <laughs> Everyone get out. Like, Who is inviting this into your home? Like, <laughs> but like companies keep trying. So like I don't. I think Connect is a great concept, but I don't think people want that. I don't think people want cameras in their living room always watching them. I think what uh, Connect did though that that we'll see we'll see the um, end result in a few years was there there are multiple cameras for full body tracking and spatial awareness was super impressive especially because outside of what the connect did i don't see anyone else in that space doing it so i think what connect did for that industry we'll see it in like mixed reality things um apple apple's doing it so Mm -hmm. uh i don't know there's like several like pieces of software that will use like uh apple phones exclusively because of the multi-camera, like they just came out with their new phone that has like lidar on it, uh, okay. which is good for like depth and like finding like sense of field and stuff. So uh, the phone's way too expensive, but I think they implemented it into like their uh, iPad as well. So the new iPad also has it, which is like a little bit more like affordable entry point. But if you're doing 
kind of like you're saying, like R and D are like research for like things where you're trying to have like a depth of field and like tracking of like multiple objects in a room or whatever. Like they basically carried the torch for Microsoft now of like that, that dream, that idea of like a multi-camera sensor that will allow you to like have motion controls or like, so they're, they're doing that. And like, I've seen like some pretty cool tech demos that people have made with like different things uh, in that space, with like hand tracking and object tracking or like detecting like, faces people animals like uh, yeah but it's it'll be interesting to see what happens when nintendo like i wonder if they're scared of vr as well because of what happened with like the virtual boy uh with nintendo like that's like i think uh a nintendo vr experience i feel is like where the ball is going for them because they already have like the picking up docking thing so it's like how much more of a step is it to like yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like it, it seems like the no-brainer like next step but like i don't know if like they're especially with, like you said like their motion controls are like the best in the industry uh, yes. and that was like one of the big selling points too when they were talking about like the skyward sword that they're bringing back they're like oh we we're even better motion controls now and i'm like damn it nobody wants this but i'm like but if i had it on my face maybe i would want this yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, and Skyward Sword has control, like regular controls now too. It's like the yeah. which I think more people were excited about than having to waggle. But uh, uh, you're right, Nintendo. It's weird that they're not in the VR space right now. But I think you're right. So they don't have uh, uh, Gunpei, the guy who like headed up the Virtual Boy development. What if that's uh, he, the he died. Pro, the pro Switch? The Pro Switch would be VR. But well so where it's powerful so now all your old games we can have in vr so the virtual boy um was a heads-up display that was all red for those of you listening and those of you who may have not have not heard killed kid i heard it killed a kid (laughs) i i thought that was just rumor but uh so (laughs) the best the best game for the virtual boy (laughs) <laughs> the best game for the virtual boy was uh w- was wario yeah uh, wario world so uh, that was its one killer app uh kid told me that if you beat that game then wario shows up in your dreams and kills you and that's how those i've heard kids that die. too i've heard that too there's a lot of weird like urban legends associated with the virtual boy and apparently there's there's uh uh some kid and i don't know if this was urban legend or what but he played so much Virtual boy that that um in one eye like his vision like he closed his eyes and still see wario because he stared at it so long um you know i, I don't know any truth of that I but believe. it's pretty funny um <laughs> but yeah nintendo started off with the first you know consumer level head head mountain mounted display i think that you're right i think that the virtual boy really gave nintendo cold feet on that uh the what the Virtual Boy <laughs> is, is what the Oculus Quest is right now. A portable virtual solution um, with, you know, it's, I think that Nintendo, like I said earlier, Nintendo's R&D is second to none, and Nintendo's the smartest kid in the class. Other people are looking at Nintendo and going, let's steal that and iterate on it and make it better. So, you know, thank I you, Nintendo. That- <laughs> because they're such an old company because of the experiences with like virtual boy and stuff 
I want to say like at a certain like when you get to that big of a level, like all you're doing is fighting off lawsuits. And so I wonder if they just look at VR as just like one big lawsuit that they don't want to deal with. Like you get like the the kids who are like running into things, the kids who are breaking stuff, the people who leave it on all mm-hmm. the time, the people with like the blurred vision, or like and they're like, oh, this caused like this problem, or this caused like this, this. The Nintendo Virtual Boy gave me erectile dysfunction, and now they're dealing with like big <laughs> lawsuits. You know, like I don't know if they want to deal with that as like a major corporation where they just kind of look at it and they're like, we can like I'm sure they just have like a filing cabinet full of like all the lawsuits that happen with the Virtual Boy, and they're just like. Why? Why do we want to open ourselves back up for like this type of litigation? Uh, that's true. And actually, that's a great point. I didn't think of that. Um, I don't know what PSVR deals with um, with the with because they're the only console uh, maker in the game that's doing VR. They're still releasing yeah. things, and they have a VR exclusive titles. Uh, I I think with most VR, and since I'm, I'm an adult, I haven't actually looked at it, but I believe it's recommended that you don't try VR until you're at least 12 years old. Um, okay. I don't know if it's a spatial awareness thing, if it's how close the heads-up display is. I mean, they had that for like the 3DS as well, where it's like at least certain like age, there was like a disclaimer for that. Like They're like, hey, yeah. just a heads-up. Yeah, yeah. I doctors recommend you're at least 12 or whatever like to, yeah. before you start like jamming electrons in your eyes right in front of your retinas yeah yeah so (laughs) so that might be part of it i think that if vr gets a little more uh mainstream um with which i think psvr is is great with that i think the oculus quest 2 it right now is the most popular vr um headset out there um it has it's a very attractive price point uh the games for it their first party games and and things like that are very very good um and with uh, with what PC VR is doing in the space is incredible, and I think that it's only a matter of time before we have before VR is the norm, and we just just th- that is what it is. Um, I think it'll get to like a, a contact level where it's just like a little contact lens that you jam in there. That'd be awesome. Uh, I think that Nintendo will be the last one to adopt VR, however, um, because like, of, because of Virtual Boy. What about the new uh, Nintendo Switch is just like a contact lens? <laughs> well, we'll have to do another episode on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so let's let's uh, let's let's get some conclusions here. Uh, yeah, at this right. state in time, do you think that uh, would you purchase a Switch? Because I know you don't own one yourself. Would you yeah, purchase the new version? Yeah. Or um, and do you think that it's in a good place to? Uh, to recommend it or like recommend its games or anything else, or what do you think could be improved? I mean, I always recommend, I don't know there's a, a shortage on Nintendo switches here for a while. Like just because there's uh, people wanted something like fun and great to like play. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, I don't like at a certain point, like it kind of got like a weird thing where it's like for kids, but like now a lot of adults are now playing like a lot of these games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's always felt like the, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I would get one just because they can borrow my bros at any time. Yeah. Like, but there's like one or two games on there where I'm like, damn, I wish I could play this uh, more. But it really, I think like I had chose and I chose like PlayStation now because <laughs> I was like, oh, I could buy like a Switch. I could buy a PlayStation 4. Uh, and yeah. it's weird because like, I, like, I'm at a point where, like, I 
have the disposable income where I could just buy these things and it wouldn't be like uh, where I wouldn't be losing any sleep over it at all. But I'm just like, I don't, I don't need it. Like, I, there's nothing in there that like really pulls me, that beckons me. Uh, the one game that was like that was like uh, Breath of the Wild, and I played a lot of that when I borrowed. Uh, so much so that I was like, all right, I'm good. Uh, maybe when that new Pokemon game drops, the, the Legend of Akuris or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I might try that. Breath of the Wild 2? I, I feel like they never finished one, bro. <laughs> like, you, you know, you've never finished so one. <laughs> no, I'm saying like they didn't. Like Nintendo, they promised so much DLC. They're like, get the seasonal pass. And then they had like one drop like uh, for their season pass. Of like one content drop and that was it, uh, and like it felt like most of the dungeons, because I've watched other people like go through like all the dungeons, like the super cut on YouTube. This is what you do when you're an old man. You're like, I played it, and then I was like, now nah, I'll just watch that, like a super cut of all of it happening really quick. And like, I basically experienced the whole game minus like the final boss fight, um, and I watched that <laughs> online, and I was like, eh. <laughs> Please, please, someone in the comments correct Chip on, on, his, <laughs> on his blasphemy. Uh, yeah, so so the Pokemon game will will pull you in is is the main thing. Possibly, I think it's going to be more like Pokemon Go though. Like, I think w- what I want is like that open world like battle experience where like I'm sending out Pokemon and they're like AI companions that understand when to fight things I point to. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be like segmented off. You're probably going to have like your gym battles and then you have like the throw Pokeballs at the Pokemon in the wild. Uh, and I don't think anybody really wants that. I mean, eh, I'm sure somebody does. Somebody's like, oh, this is great. Uh, it looks beautiful, but I don't know. I definitely would recommend a Switch. Like if you're thinking about getting a console, like out of like what's out there to choose from right now, uh, I think. I think you'll be the least disappointed with like a switch. Like if somebody was like came up and like, Hey, I'm thinking about buying a, a video game console. Like what do you think's out there right now that I'd enjoy? I'm like, get a switch. You'll find there's enough stuff in there that like, you'll love something and like, you'll treasure yeah. it forever. Uh, yeah. And I can't say that about like Sony or Microsoft and their options where I'm like, Oh, get this because it has this killer app that you're going to love and treasure forever. Or you'll make great memories doing this. I'm like, Maybe if you're like really into shooters, like maybe like I would say like an Xbox over it, um, and then I don't know like Sony like, has like, like everything the that... highest rated exclusives last generation. Yeah. So and, and like, then... you're, like I was just literally about to say like everything like exclusive for Sony. Like if you said it's coming to the PC, then like it's kind of a wash. I feel like most people have a decent computer nowadays. Um, but maybe that's my own biases because I only know people have like really good computers. Yeah, uh, you're, you're discounting the unwashed masses who uh, go to go to GameStop, buy Game Fuel, and uh, uh, come back with their PS4 and their Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they're gonna, you know, they're not looking for my recommendation anyway. But if true, they were, true. they're not listening I'd to this either. Switch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're sipping have- G Fuel, like wondering if they're having a heart attack or a stroke, or if they just have been sitting too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And their legs asleep. They're like, I don't know. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, Call of Duty players. So yeah. you do you, boys. Uh, I bought uh, like I- a, a Black Ops Legendary Edition because all my buddies were like, "Oh, we're all going to be playing this all the time," and I was like. Yeah, let's do it, man. I loved uh, Modern Warfare 3. 
I think that was the one that popped off the entire Call of Duty franchise. Uh, and we played it for like a weekend, and then we never touched the game again. And I'm like, you guys said we're going to play this all the time. I have the legendary Black Ops edition. They're like, yeah, whatever. It's like I bought gamer fuel for this. Codes. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, man. So... I am. I am. I. I think the Switch is a great, great investment. Um, I think yeah, it's worth it recommend? to buy it. I think it's worth it to buy it right now. I would recommend the uh, full console dock one over the light. Uh, for me, being an adult and being a you know, six foot um, and chips taller than I am, but uh, the the size of the um, switches controllers cause my hands to cramp after ex- extended periods of play. So to recommend yeah. a dockable version with a pro controller, um, just for comfort. But there, the gaming experiences I've had on the Switch, I'm not getting from Xbox, PS4, or PC. Uh, there have been amazing platformers that have come out. Uh, Mario Odyssey, like I said, I'm streaming Mario 3D World. Uh, y- you know the number one kart racer that. Yeah, you can play your Team Sonic Racing, you can play your Crash Nitro Kart, but but if how good those games are, they don't hold a can a candle to Mario Kart. Uh, uh, Bayonetta three is coming, Metroid Prime uh, four is coming. Those games are those are games that I'm very very much looking forward to uh, that aren't going to be available on other avenues. Uh, no More Heroes three is coming. There there. The exclusives, if PlayStation won the console war last generation based off of their exclusives, Nintendo, there's no reason why you shouldn't own a Switch. Because if if you are a gamer who thrives on playing these exclusive experiences that are, you know, Metacritic darlings, you owe it to yourself to have a Switch. Because they're, well, all these games are going to be bangers, and there's bangers so many, out. Yeah, so many different genres and types of games. Like I said, like you'll probably find a game you love and treasure. Like, and you're, I can't say that about like Xbox or PlayStation, and just be like, oh yeah, they have so many different things that you can find something that you can only find there, and you're going to love it, and you'll treasure it for like the, you'll make such good memories for like the rest of your life just from that game. Like, I can't really be like say that for anything else uh, really that's out there, uh, especially like in the entertainment space. Like, um, yeah, Nintendo's awesome. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. They definitely make like baffling decisions. They have like bad online and stuff, but like it definitely feels like this go around that they're willing to experiment more, that they've opened up more to uh, indie developers as well, like on their uh, storefront. Where like you can get like Celeste or whatever like there now you can pick up, uh, I think they got Among Us on there and yeah, uh, I think Fortnite where they're like yeah we're gonna let you guys come over to, uh, and that's good and like they really opened up the development tools I think like one of the bigger problems with like the Wii U and stuff was like you had to figure out how to develop like the time to pixel was like ridiculous it was like <laughs> three weeks for a lot of studios or whatever where they could even figure out how to use like that. Yeah. And where it's like, do we want to waste our time and like R and D or are we just going to like go forward with this? And then like, we'll pay another third party to like port it over to like the, the Wii U at some point Uh, with the switch. It seems like they've figured it out. Like you said, with like the Tigra chips or whatever, like they're basically using like tried and true, like NVIDIA technology underneath the, the hood. Uh, And like, 
everybody knows how to develop for that. So yeah, I will, I will say a negative with the switch and all current consoles though. Um, something we didn't touch on that I actually forgot to touch on, um, controller drift. Uh, the PS five right now is in the news for the PS five just came out and their controllers are already having major drift issues. Uh, Nintendo, the switch had drift issues. And I, I think that, um, after the class action lawsuit settled and things like that, I think the next iteration of the switch will have that fixed. Like I said, Nintendo's R and D is second to none. And I believe this is their only console that has ever had drift issues you know like like your people are still using their gamecube controllers from launch it's causing all this drift is it just like poor quality it's a yes at the end of the day at the no it's definitely hardware side it's definitely hardware degradation and i think from nintendo's point of view it's from uh whatever they're using for analog like the springs are just wearing out or yeah. like the little like rubber band fasteners are wearing out just but. to save money or is it to sell more is it like built in it uh Obsolescence or obsolescence, yeah, or degradation. Um, the time to degradation is. They just want to sell like more because like those controllers still run like thirty, forty dollars for one. Like if you're buying one new, yeah, like those, yeah. even like PlayStation or like Xbox, like those controllers are, like sixty dollars, dude. Like yeah. it's no joke. Like I bought like that PS4 controller and I was like, is there nothing cheaper than like forty bucks? And I was like. I might as well just get the official one for like ten dollars more. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. That's and and I think that's just going to be a problem with all the console manufacturers going forward. But it's like and, you're already charging that, so much money for it. Like, why is it? Why are you cheaping out? And it's like, yeah. is it just so I break this and I have to buy another one? Like, this is ridiculous. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's what the class action lawsuit against Nintendo is. There's one brewing for PlayStation right now because of that. You can find Sega Genesis controllers in a dumpster bin that'll still work if you plug them in, dude. Like, this is uncalled for, dude. Like, really? Like, yep. I've yep. seen people like uh, restore like Game Boys that they found you know underneath the tractor trailer uh and like those still have spring action and stuff they don't even have to replace any of that stuff they're like yeah we're just gonna clean it up it'll be fine yeah and they hit it with like an acid wash and they're like yeah it's good yeah so that's the thing uh hardware was made better back in the day it, it just was it, it's just the state of things i don't know if it's production or what i think yeah, that it's like more units as well like overall it's like they're yeah. shipping literally tens of millions of units instead of like tens of thousands like it's harder to keep the quality up when like you scale up to that size. Yeah. Yeah, for and, sure. And, like we complain at both ends too. Cause like, we'll be like, how come there's not more PlayStation fives out right now? And it's like, cause it's hard to make, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's hard to make a lot of them really fast. It's like, uh, what is it? Like the three points where it's like, it can be fast, cheap or, uh, easy. Oh. Is that yeah it? yeah it's like the hooker mentality right fast cheap yeah. easy or or uh quality <laughs> quality moral and uh whatever the other thing is like you can have like two of the three but you can't have all three yeah like, yeah it's the pretty woman uh variable right like you could have a yeah. hooker with a heart of gold but but she's at the end of the day she's still a hooker or something like that i, <laughs> I don't know i'm off topic but five <laughs> It's the that's the PlayStation Five with the hooker with the heart of gold. There's <laughs> <laughs> still a hooker. Uh, but, still buy up software runs or hardware. So yeah, yeah and then you got to factor in that you're going to need like two to four times as many controllers as you are consoles. So yeah. if like they're having hardware issues with just getting out the console, like imagine like just the the peripherals for it. So right, right. So I 
I think that Nintendo, um, after this lawsuit, because Nintendo hates getting sued, <laughs> I think after this lawsuit, they're going to put a lot of effort into the controllers, and I think it'll be better in their next release. I and the fact that Sony's dealing with it. I haven't heard much about Xbox, actually. I think they had some issues with their Elite controller, but for what it seems, like their development seems to be solid. Um, they just, their problem like right now is software. $20 for that Elite controller, though, bro. Like, that's the... That's like- that's the they're going after a specific market with that and they're the only game in town <laughs> yeah but like, again, like you're saying like where it's like if you're like yeah they're not having quality issues it's like yeah because it's making like a really expensive product that like uh people expect like the quality to be there so it's like you gotta figure out how to do that uh, yeah yeah and I've, I've heard i've heard seen posts saying that like they have had problems with my elite controllers or whatever but I feel that those those people with that problem are within the margin of error, you know? Yeah, um, like 0.3% or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. for the most part, um, other people I know with those are loving them, and they've been working for years. Uh, no red ring issue, am I right? Yeah, yeah no red <laughs> ring issues. And uh, yeah, so it's, that's where we're at. So overall, um, I would definitely recommend the Switch. Um, I'm excited for the Pro version if it comes out. Um, or if it's all boomers, yeah, yeah. Our hot, um, our hot takes or fix your online, uh, fix your online, make, fix the controllers. Open yourself up to lawsuits with uh, virtual reality and uh, make your old library open to everybody. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like we're just, I feel like it's just common sense stuff. And yeah, I don't know. Nintendo's such a big monster, like monstrosity of a company that making any like pivots or changes to it is. In, impossible to like correct a ship that size. That's true. True. It takes time. They're having these meetings like in several different places already, and they have been for years. And it's just been like a non like upward battle true. of meetings after meetings because that's Japan. True. True. All right, man. Well, uh, let's finish it up here. Um, uh, what are you playing recently? What uh, What are you playing and unplaying this week? Oh man, I don't even. We talked about yeah. it at the beginning, so I mean, we can. I don't think I played too many games this week. Like, I mostly have been trying to stay off of YouTube, and I've been uh, reading comic books. Yeah, for the most part, like I was catching up on a lot of like comic books this week, and we talked yeah. about like a lot of those. Like my recommends for that were like, uh, you know, solo leveling. If you haven't checked that out, check that out. <laughs> All right, All uh, skeleton soldier. What's it called? What's the full name of this thing? Skeleton Soldier Couldn't Protect the Dungeon. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's, I don't know. It's still, like, it, I'm on chapter 139 of it, and, like, I'm still not sold on the premise or the idea of it. Like, I wouldn't recommend it. Got it. Uh, Got it. And then the other one's, like, Tales of Demons and Gods. I would recommend that. I would say give it, like, three or four chapters if you are gonna know you'll like it but it's like one of the few pieces of media that i've like read over and over again okay i don't know like i was talking with somebody about this where i'm like can you name me like one book that you like will read like over and over again like what's because like or like a movie like what's like your go-to thing where you're like oh i'll watch that like whenever it's on or like i'll continuously watch it like and for me that's like a book where i'm like yeah I'll pick this up and read it again yeah uh, i get that it's interesting enough like i said like there's going to be like a natural conclusion to the story and you're going to feel ripped off. Just let that go. That doesn't happen for a long time in that, but the, the joy is the journey, not the destination. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's like so many like, Oh shit moments in that book where I'm like, 
still surprised like even when going back and like rereading it where i'm like oh yeah so many like good twists and turns yeah yeah uh for... what about you maybe you play anything been reading anything yeah uh well like i said um uh, comics getting in fights out there on the streets <laughs> no not getting in fights on the streets <laughs> uh get uh like i said i was reading the um black cat uh solo run right now um for marvel uh leading up to the summer event coming up here and that's been pretty pretty entertaining Didn't um, they promised no more events at one point i thought that was i thought they took a break it was either marvel or D- one of one of the big two took a break from yeah. events for like a year but they then they right. geared up to like one giant event, <laughs> so it was a straight <laughs> line. Um, but uh, yeah, I was reading that. Um, the other thing, like, like uh, I told you, told you what I was streaming here. Um, I didn't. I haven't had time for much gaming outside of like the stream because like my day job has just been kind of overtaking things. But um, I will say that. Uh, so when I when I had my first kid, um, who's four and running around here right now. Hi, um, but um, um, I stopped playing. I stopped playing Counter Strike um, and taking it serious with comp. Uh, this weekend was the first weekend that um, I started up Counter Strike in four years. Uh, so I jumped okay. in. Um, first match was a little rough, but second match, like I just started to dominate, and um, that endorphin rush of competitive shooting and things just really started to come flooding back. And um, yeah. I actually um, sat down uh, last night, or no, two nights ago, and gave a try to Valorant um, for the first oh. time. The joke is that Valorant is where CSGO players go to retire. <laughs> that- Dude, I got into a game in Valorant, uh, and they were like, uh, hey, man, are you new? And I'm like, yeah, I just uh, started this game. Also, like three people on my team just left. Dude, they're so tryhard at Valorant. It's disgusting. I feel I feel that I was playing with the full with the full squad, so that definitely helped. Um, first first game I had seventeen kills, and I went I think I went even. Second game I was uh, twenty three and six, and we just stopped. Um, and our yeah. buddy Intoxicated Fable, who mods my chat, and I, you you know him well as well, uh, he he ended up taking the top spot for me at the end with a quick four K, and we just lost chip. <laughs> we just lost chip. Oh god, he's gone. So, but yeah, Valorant, <laughs> Valorant was pretty fun. Um, no, yeah, I can still hear you in audio, but uh, the camera's gone. The camera's gone forever. My phone died. Oh shit! All right, well, it is gone forever. but yeah, would I recommend it's Valorant? In, though, like this doesn't make sense. Phone. <laughs> would I recommend Valorant? It's okay. Um, I'll probably play it again. Um, it's it's scratched the itch. Yeah. But uh, it's gonna be a blank screen, whatever. The, um, charging man, <laughs> but uh, scratch the itch, the CSGO itch, yeah, yeah. So, I'm overall, I'm enjoying CSGO, CSGO more, but uh, Valorant's a nice alternative. And we have a buddy, um, who joined us for Valorant who doesn't have any CSGO experience, so it's the cost to entry is easier for him to grasp than CSGO would be. So, that, that's that's been a good point. But uh, yeah, I think with the technical difficulties that we've it experienced, just the sides I was on too. It did, it did. <laughs> with the technical difficulties that we've had today, I think it's a good time to end the podcast. So, for the blank-faced chipmunk and myself, Mister Gimpy, thank you guys for listening and watching.